A very advanced uh, scientific civilization is uh, a good approximation to God because uh, just imagine a cave dweller visiting New York City uh, and seeing all the gadgets uh, in technology in terms of uh, uh, the lights um, appearing as a miracle uh, to, to the cave dweller. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Truth Unbound. And yes, we are back. I'm Walter Swaim and have been on this medical hiatus and uh, on the mend. I'm not fully out of the woods yet, but I'm almost there and able to do this today. So thank you again for all the well wishes, uh, for your prayers during this time, for your patience while I handled this medical issue. And I'm slowly uh, able to get back into the saddle. So let's do this. All right. Remember that Truth Unbound takes current issues of the day and questions about Christianity and examines them under the plain truth of God's word for the plain answers that he provides. I greatly thank you for getting the word back out there about Truth Unbound, and you can do that best by including others by clicking like and following, uh, click to liking and following the podcast and sharing the link to the podcast with everyone you can. Well, there's been a lot said lately about UFOs, or now UAPs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Now, UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object. But this change to the UAP is basically a marketing shift in the UFO community to move it away from the ridicule uh, and to making it more of a serious science. Anyway, this caught some attention uh, lately, and, and it's all over many of the news sites. But Fox News reported this interview with Dr. Avi Loeb, physicist, professor at Harvard University, and he heads the Galileo Project. As you can see here, he has an, it, and it has an ambitious goal. Now, according to the organization, organization's website, it says this, that the goal of the Galileo Project is to bring the search for extraterrestrial technological signatures of extraterrestrial technological civilizations, or ETCs, from accidental or anecdotal observations and legends to the mainstream of transparent, validated, and systematic scientific research. Now, this project is complementary to traditional SETI in that it searches for physical objects and not electromagnetic signals associated with extraterrestrial technological equipment, end quote. Well, in his interview with Fox News Digital just recently, he said that be well, it would be like finding God. In fact, his exact words are a very advanced scientific civilization is a good approximation to God. Well, let's let him listen to what he has to say in this clip. It's uh it it's interesting how he puts this. A very advanced uh, scientific civilization is uh, a good approximation to God because uh, just imagine a cave dweller visiting New York City uh, and seeing all the gadgets uh, in technology in terms of uh, uh, the lights um, appearing as a miracle uh, to, to the cave dweller. Now, this isn't really that surprising, but as a follower of Christ today, uh, I'm finding that there's a large growing group of Christians who are adopting and integrating 
science into biblical theology or the assumptions of scientists into biblical theology. There's no conflict between faith and science. In fact, the shapers of the modern scientific method were all deist. In other words, they believed in the God of the Bible as the designer and creator of the universe. But when scientists, and remember, science doesn't say anything. Scientists do. But when scientists bring an idea that is in direct conflict with what God's Word plainly says about the same subject, whether they profess Christ personally or not, well, the Word of God is the one with the final answer. Why? Well, because God's Word is backed by and from the very one who made it all and saw it when it happened. That eyewitness, capital E, alone has proven his observations trump that of man's limited vision, no matter how well educated that person's uh, understanding or explanation is. But to understand this point, listen to this by Dr. Loeb. Uh, You can imagine that uh, a superhuman uh, uh, civilization um, that understands how to unify quantum mechanics and gravity might actually be able to create a baby universe in the laboratory, a quality that we assign to God uh, in religious texts. And so- Okay, let me repeat that line again. You can imagine that the superhuman civilization that understands how to unify quantum mechanics and gravity might actually be able to create a baby universe in the laboratory a quality that we assign to God in religious text, he said. Now, this thinking is what is called naturalism. As Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines it, it says that naturalism is the doctrine that scientific laws are adequate to account for all phenomena. In other words, all that is nature is all there is. Nothing else outside of natural things exists, so all explanations come only from the natural world. But also, his statement is evidence of what we call scientism, which is the kissing cousin, the kissing cousin of naturalism, which is the belief that only science can or will give us the answers to questions of life and nature, or rather, everything. Supernatural considerations are not to even be considered because to them they don't exist. That's the presupposition. But then there's this. Watch and listen to Dr. Loeb right now. I see it is there is a fundamental difference between religion and science in that the science is guided by evidence, collected by instruments. It's not the subjective personal matter of belief. Uh, it's data that can be shared by all humans and all scientists would agree as to the interpretation once the data is good enough. Science should be guided by evidence, not by prejudice. It should not be diminished by negative undertones on social media or by academic jealousy. Uh, And uh, what I'm doing is seeking a higher intelligence out there uh, because it's not always evident here on earth. Okay, so he says this, what I'm doing is seeking a higher intelligence out there because it's not always evident here on earth, end quote. So he just said that the fundamental difference between religion and science is that the science is guided by evidence collected by instruments. It's not this subjective personal matter of belief, end quote. But but he said his presupposed premise, 
his whole reason he is dedicating his sole scientific research is to his subjective matter of belief that extraterrestrial civilizations do exist. Do you see the contradiction in this? It's similar to what the famous atheist Richard Dawkins said years ago, and he's repeated it many times since. As we see here in this clip from Ben Stein's documentary, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed. Now listen to what he says. What do you think is the possibility that that intelligent design might turn out to be uh, the answer to some issues in uh, genetics or in in evolution? It could come about in the following way. It could be that uh, at some earlier time, somewhere in the universe, a civilization evolved by probably some kind of Darwinian means to a very, very high level of technology and designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this this planet. Um, Now, that is a possibility and and an intriguing possibility. Mm. And I suppose it's possible that you might find evidence for that if you look at the the detailed details of biochemistry, molecular biology, you might find a signature of some sort of designer. Wait a second. Richard Dawkins thought intelligent design might be a legitimate pursuit? Um, And that designer could well be a higher intelligence from elsewhere in the universe. So Loeb, like Dawkins, believes there has to be a more highly intelligent designer out there somewhere beyond us who designed and created all this. But of course, God is not to be considered one of those options out there. Why this insistence of there being a designer and creator of us and the earth and the universe, but it can't be God? Well, because if God exists, he then is all-powerful and therefore has all moral authority over me. It all goes back to the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve decided, yeah, you're not the boss of me. You're not going to tell me what to do. And every human being since that moment has decided and said the same exact thing over and over again. It also explains why someone with such experience and knowledge can repeatedly say, There's someone else out there that designed and made all of this, but it's not going to be God. They say science has to consider everything in the evidence, wherever the evidence points to, except for God. You know, God reminds us of this obstinacy by human beings created by God in Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. For since the creation of the world... His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools." and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. My friend, remember when you go through that science museum or hear these scientists speak in a, a documentary video or something or read what they write, remember that their projected objectivity is not actually entirely objective. It is just as subjective or can be, and usually is, 
as subjective as Dr. Loeb says religion is. In fact, for many, science is their religion. That's scientism. But this is all part of man's fall into sin, and so it blurs the mind and thinking. When you know God, Jesus Christ, and read his word, the answers are most often plainly there. And God returns, to, returns you and me to seeing reality as it really is, not as sinful man guesses it should be. Do you know this Christ? Do you know this Jesus as your Lord and Savior to save you from your sin and your separation from him because of that sin? Then I invite you to invite him into your life today, to receive him, to submit yourself to him, to give yourself to him. And Father, I, I know that, Jesus, I know that you died and rose again for me, and I'm a sinner, and I accept you now as Lord and Savior. Would you do that today and turn your life over to him? And let him open your mind and heart to everything as it really is. And makes it, he makes it all amazing and wonderful in his sight. Well, thank you again for being a part of Truth Unbound. And don't forget to hit, on, hit the button there on like, follow, and to share this podcast. And remember to follow Jesus, because when you do, you'll always follow the truth. We'll see you soon.